0: It's 5 Minutes with me. Something you already know. We youth workers do not change the lives of teenagers. We're in the transformation business, to be sure, but we play a support role. We are transformation hosts, really, since the work of transformation belongs solely to the Holy Spirit, but that transformation host role, it's a big deal, a high calling, and a massive responsibility. Ultimately, it's about bringing the hope that we have received from the presence of Jesus into the partnership with the God who is already actively and active and working in the lives of teenagers. The the tiny youth work organization I lead was for a number of years a partnership between me and one other guy named Adam. We grew a smidge over the years and added some part-time people, but particularly early on when it was just the two of us, the partnership was extremely amazing amoeba-like, shape-shifting and morphing constantly. The vast majority of our work in those early days wasn't very obviously parceled out to Adam's skill set or mine. I'd start something and he would improve it and we'd both promote it. Or he would pitch me a brilliant idea and I'd flesh it out on paper and beta test it a bit and we'd have a meeting to decide who was going to carry out what aspects of the workload. We found co-working, even in the same space, to be essential, often on shared Google Docs, even when we were three feet apart from each other as youth workers, our partnership with God in the hope filled restoration of teenagers' lives look very much the same way. certainly there are some things that only God can do, and God has made you wonderfully unique in experience and personality and strengths so you are the best suited for some portions of the work. but most of the action leading toward a new life isn't God working in one corner and you working in another most of it is the bumping into one another, active partnering stuff. Theologian Karl Barth called this interaction correspondence with the idea that all our actions, including what some would call obedience, are are in response to God's actions on our behalf. God brings a seed of vision for your ministry or that particular teenager, and you exercise the discipline to notice it. God invites you to put words to it, then pokes at your heart to help you sand down rough edges and refine it. God brings power, and you bring sweat. God brings roadblocks and surprisingly open doors, and you beta test, experimenting with the working out. This shouldn't imply that the give and take between you and God is worked out exclusively in a prayer closet or a time of meditation. It's a process most often worked out in action as your choices and behaviors and language and attempts at living with hope interact with the gracious giving invitational God. And in the midst of that active partnership, your ministry hope grows and grows. Your desires get clarified, your anticipation grows, and you find yourself cherishing the whole process. In fact, you might just find that cherishing the partnership becomes the life-giving and sustaining fuel for daily ministry efforts, rather than the expectations of arrival at some description of ministry success. This is why people who have a life of struggle, by all external measurements, can still be our most shining examples of a life of hope. It's not that they've resigned themselves to illness or financial challenges or relational disappointment or, in a youth ministry setting, to plugging away without indications of impact. It's that they've come to prioritize a partnership with God in the midst of struggle, over a resolved place of pain-free arrival. So with all that in mind... Here are three things to stop with their corresponding start recommendations. One, stop measuring your youth ministry success based on markers that are only about end results. Instead, start focusing on the process, the journey of transformation taking place in the lives of teenagers. Two, stop attempting to control the outcomes, including the spiritual growth and even behaviors of teenagers. Instead, start releasing control and showing up open-handedly, to play your role as a transformation host. And third, stop assuming you are responsible for the spiritual transformation or lack of transformation in the lives of teenagers. Instead, respond to God's gracious and hope-filled invitation to partner in the work that God is already actively accomplishing. The Youth Cartel Podcast Network.